This, 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 we are gathered here today for the Fight Disciples UFC and Boxing Talk. Welcome to podcast episode 249. We are the Fight Disciples. This is dedicated to the world of boxing. If this is the first time you've ever come across us, where have you been? You can subscribe via iTunes. Fight Disciples is what you're searching for. And all our Android feeds are on our website, fightdisciples.com. All social medias this week are at Fight Disciples, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Loads of YouTube content going up this week because it's a very emotional week for us. A man that has been with us for the, well, since we started. A man that has been an integral part of our uh, award wins. All our uh, award entries have featured content from this particular guy. He is the original Fight Disciple and he's calling time. On a phenomenal career this weekend, the one and only Mr. Tony Bonhamer Bellew. Uh, you can see our live exclusive uh, interview with him. It's about 50 minutes talking about, obviously, eating Nando's and yeah. KFC before his ABA fights and all that type of stuff. It's been replicated, mm. but it'll never be matched. Never be matched. The original. Um, um, there is a YouTube video of that, so you can watch it. And I know a lot of people listening to this have already seen it, and there has been a massive demand for it to go up as a podcast. So you will see a little treat for yourselves this morning. Not only have you got the boxing show, not only have you got the UFC show, you've got that interview, the full 50 minutes uh, with Tony Bell. So you can listen to it, whether you're at work or at play, whatever, it is there as we build up uh, towards his last dance uh, this weekend. The last rodeo. Mm. Um, we will be speaking about emotional. that. emotional. It is emotional. Listen, emotional, we'll be speaking man. about it a little later on in the show. First of all, I just want to address um, something that went on social media. Uh, over the weekend. Oh, he's after you. He's not after me. He's after right? you. And I'm Phone not... Cyclone's going to get you. And I'm not going to have a do with him, right? What I'm going to... Fucking right, you're not going to have a do with him. He's I... a legend. All I'm going to do is defend what I said. Now, for those that don't know, on social media, after the Josh Taylor fight at the weekend... Which we'll be certainly be talking about shortly. Yeah. I pinged a, I pinged a tweet out, right? And it was commenting on Josh Taylor's performance and obviously on the performance of his opponent. It, word for word, it was... I can't decide whether Ryan Martin is shit or whether Josh Taylor made him look shit. Mm -hmm. Probably a bit of both. Now, I think that's a fair assessment of what I watched at the weekend. However, Barry McGuigan, who is a legend, we know that, and he's been on this show on many occasions. He knows us. We speak on a regular basis. He's a top guy. He maybe saw that tweet in a different light and, um, and basically, he didn't have a go, but he's basically said that we were out of order. When I say we, me, I was out of order uh, for posting uh, something like that against Ryan Martin. Listen, Ryan Martin shit his pants. That's what happened on Saturday night. Yep. I don't need Josh Taylor to fight Ryan Martin, a lad that shits his pants in front of everybody in the World Boxing Super Series to tell me how good Josh Taylor is. If you've listened to this show on a regular basis, you will know what we feel towards Josh Taylor. Man, after the Victor Postel fight, I was making the argument of having him in the pound-for-pound conversation, even though he hasn't got a fucking world title. Yes, you were. Right? So, you know where I think he's at. I genuinely think that he will reach the final of this World Boxing Super Series, and the only real challenge for him is Regis Progress. That fight, I'm having a wank over every single night. I think it's going to be an unbelievable knock. I think Josh will come through, but it's a proper fight. The next fight, where he fights for the IBF World Championship, will be a proper test for him, because he's fighting Baranchik, who won't give up. He won't give up. Victor Postel was a proper test for him. I knew that Josh would come through that test, but I knew that Victor Postel wouldn't give up and he'd ask him some questions. And he asked him some questions and Josh came through it. 
Ryan Martin didn't do fuck all. Now, you can throw at me that the kid's got seven amateur titles. It's a different sport. I'm not interested. You can tell me that he's 22-0 and before he walks into the ring with Josh Taylor. Who on that record of any credibility? Absolutely nobody. He stepped in with an elite fighter. I get that, right? But that kid is never winning a world title. Never. The World Boxing Super Series is supposed to be the very best of the best. The eight best super lightweights on the planet are supposed to be in that tournament having it. Yeah, but on, listen, when they tournament... Are they or are they not? Yeah, of course they are. Maurice yeah. Hooker's not in it. He's no. the WBO champion. Of course. Right? Ramirez is the WBC champion. He's not in there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You've got your Jorge Linares who just stepped up. He's, he's not in there. But these were the best available. And when they announced these eight, we didn't all go. Who the fucking Ryan Martin? Are you shitting me? Fucking Ryan Martin shouldn't be in there. No, I said when he went in there, he's American. That's why he's in there, because he's attracting to the American audience, because that's yeah. what they're trying to do. They're trying to grow that American audience, because they didn't have any Americans in it last year. Yeah. That's what they were trying to do. And that stuck out like a sore thumb at the weekend, because he was so out of his depth. Yeah. So out of his depth. He was a level below. Listen, on last week's show, we obviously we found we both tipped Josh Taylor to win the fucking whole thing, even though there is some brilliant. There's still three brilliant fighters left in the semi-finals alongside him. But last week I wasn't going. He's going to fucking embarrass Ryan Martin. Last week I was like, okay, I believe Josh will win. I believe Josh will win in style, but could be a good fight. Ryan Martin's obviously got fast hands. I've seen video of him. He's got fast hands. He's got fast feet. What I didn't expect to happen in Glasgow on Saturday was Ryan Martin to freeze. Because he did, he froze. You know, even as early as the third round, if you watch the fight, Abel Sanchez is in the corner saying to him, listen, son, should we just go home? Yeah. Should we just get your bag and go home? Because you're doing nothing here. You're not letting your hands go. It took him four rounds to even throw that for, for, his, for the, to throw a backhand. But by then, he threw the backhand. Taylor Doherty moved around the side and hit him with three body shots. He was... On paper, I maintain that Ryan Martin... There was an argument why he was in this tournament with the two world champions void. I wasn't kicking and screaming going, this is shit. However, that performance by Josh Taylor, you're right. I think you were completely justified to say either Josh Taylor's just fucking unreal. Yeah. Or Ryan Martin is completely out of his depth. Right. And to me, it looked like a, a bit of both. There you go. That's what I said. Bit of both. That's what exactly what yeah. I said. And maybe... And Barry's obviously... But I back Barry, obviously. Of course you're going to back Barry, right? But And everybody else will probably back Barry and give me a lot of shit more this week, right? <laughs> but with, with, with what I said, and I've, I'm genuinely going to say, I genuinely believe in maybe two years from now, I might retract what I've said about Ryan Martin. Never become world champion. No, no, no. Not that. What I said at the weekend with him being shit, I might retract it in two years' time because of the levels that Josh Taylor is going to go and achieve. Yeah. So, for example, right? Going seven rounds in hindsight for someone like Ryan Martin. Right. It might be amazing. Might be bloody hell, mate. You did right. well there. So, look at what we do now with Lomachenko. Yeah. We know that Lomachenko's a freak. Yeah. We know he is. Yeah, yeah. And he's going See in against... See, this week he's... Um, the video of him holding his breath underwater oh, four and a half minutes. Mate. Four and a half minutes. Mate. Underwater. He's not human. Four and a half minutes. So, when he fights... I can't stop talking for four and a half minutes. <laughs> Never mind fucking go underwater four and a half minutes. So, Lomachenko goes in there and he's making world champions quit. Yeah. They're not shit. No. Right? They are legit world champions. Very good. Very, very good boxers. He's yeah. just elite. He's on a different planet. Mm -hmm. Now, Ryan Martin might be very good. He might be very, very good. But yeah. what I saw at the weekend, he isn't. Right? Josh Taylor, in two years from now, he might go through everybody in the World Boxing Super Series like a dose of salts, might step up in weight, go through them in like a dose of salts, and we're all going here going, fucking hell, this kid's unbelievable. Yeah. Sorry, Ryan Martin, what I said about you two years ago, because actually, he's made all these like guys look like mugs as well. Yeah. And he might do that, but 
I'm only going off what I saw against Victor Postel mm-hmm. and what I've seen against Ryan Martin, right? Victor Postel, former world champion, he asked questions. He didn't he did. quit. No. He knew that he was up against it and he knew that Josh uh, Taylor was giving it him, but he threw back. He, mm-hmm. he, he kept going. Ryan Martin just didn't do that. He had one round with him. He didn't start. He had one round with him and he thought to himself, fuck this. Yeah. And that was it. And like you said, Abel Sanchez were asking him, shall we just, shall we sack this off, son? Yeah. What's the crack? He was doing that throughout most of the fight. Most of the fight. And that's got to be embarrassing at this level. You know, because he's obviously from a good camp. Abel Sanchez got a good camp. He looks like the Triple G, man. Superstars there. So Ryan Martin must be able to compete at that level. Otherwise, he ain't going to be part of Abel Sanchez's squad. He ain't going to be part of that big bear setup. He ain't going to be there probably sparring Triple G or whoever else is in that camp. Mm-hmm. So for him to come and perform like that can only mean one thing in my mind. That was like the worst Ryan Martin you could possibly get. He froze. For me, he froze. He just looked, he looked like, for the first couple of rounds, he was looked like he was cocking his right hand like he was a fucking Dr. Steel hammer and he just didn't throw it. And in the end, it was like, well, you better throw it because you, you're just losing every round. Yeah. You know, I genuinely Taylor was never going to slow down. No. And in the, ne- in the next fight, he's fighting Brancic for the IBF Championship. Right? And that'll be a fight. A proper fight. Brancic ain't going to do that. No. Right? Taylor, yeah. I think Taylor will win it and he'll win it on points. I think over, Taylor over... wins the whole tournament. I think he's right. fucking brilliant. But the Brand- Brancic's maybe a, a nice barometer yes. off the back of this. So you look at Brancic, he's the world champion. There's no way he's stopping. He will come at him like a bull in a china shop. He'll get beat, he'll yeah. get outboxed. He will, yeah. His footwork will just be too much. As you him. say, you know, listen, if Brancic ends up fucking quitting or the corner throwing oh. the towel, then we can look at my own right. and go, all right, son, sorry right. about that. Maybe you will come again. I, yeah, yeah. I got a little bit hasty. You know, because that's Lomachenko type shit. But the way Josh Taylor handled this fight and this performance and that SE Hydro, the atmosphere in there with the Scottish fans, mm. mate, something special is going on with Josh Taylor. And again, I remember Josh from the amateurs. If you'd have said he's, he, he would go to this kind of level mm. so quickly in the pro game, I'd have thought you were mental. That's not, you know, I've seen him lose a couple of times in the amateurs. That's what I'm trying to say. He mm. wasn't like your fucking standout Lomachenko who never lost a fight. I've seen him lose big fights in the amateurs. And yeah, thought, yeah. You know, good kid. We'll see where he goes. But he's just absolutely blossomed in the pro game. He looks sensational. I don't, I don't want to focus too much on the fact that Ryan Martin froze on the night. But it is we should focus a lot on the fact that Josh Taylor looks sensational. Yeah, but, and you know what? He's hardly got a fucking hair out of place and he cruised into the semi-finals but, but the Ryan in Mar- style. But the Ryan Martin thing does play a part of that. Yeah, of course. I mean, I'm still going crazy about him after Victor Postel, when Victor Postel puts it on him, Yeah, right? The Ryan Martin freezing, him being substandard in this tournament definitely plays a part on Josh Taylor looking outstanding, looking amazing. He did, and he did. He did look amazing. But, but the, it's easy to look amazing against the B-level There fighter. you go. Yeah, yeah. There you go. And that was the point of the tweet, right? Yeah. There you go. And in two years, I might have to retract it because he might do that to A-level fighters. He might yeah. do it to elite-level fighters. Yeah. We don't know as of yet, but I'm looking forward to finding out. Um, next. I'll, I'll message his personal number, Barry, so you can swing for him. But I get it. Barry just took it the wrong way. I think Barry was once more praise on Josh. And yeah. We, we ain't putting a slight on Josh. No. All Josh can do is school the guy in front of him and fuck me, schooled Ryan Martin. But you're right. Should Ryan Martin have been in this tournament no. if that's the best he can do? No, he shouldn't. No. Um, I'll tell you what, I do feel for uh, Ryan Burnett. Oh, mate, I was devastated. I know he was your tip to to crack on with this uh, yeah. with this tournament. That fight was heating up. First, hang on, first of all, Nanita Denaire. Well done for getting yeah, under what was an eighteen. We should apologise because yeah. for weeks we've been we jumped on that whole Nanito Denaire's never gonna make weight. weight. Yeah. It'll be Paul Butler against Ryan Burnett, don't you worry. Um 
And then loads of people coming at me at the way, after the weigh-ins going, ah, you <laughs> I'm like, listen, I'll take that all day. I, I, listen, I just want to see the best fight possible. Yes, I was kind of gutted for Paul Butler because I would love Paul Butler to have that kind of opportunity because I know the kid. But the fact we got the nerve versus Bernard, I was like, mate, I'll, I'll take some shit. I'm not asked. I yeah. want to see the best fight the best. And you're right, for, th- for three and a half rounds or three rounds and, th- and two and a half minutes, it was fucking class, and I was like, okay, this is the real Nanito Denier, not the guy who's completely out of his depth against Carl Frampton because he's just too heavy, um, and, he, and he hasn't got the engine at that weight class. This was Denier back at his formidable best. It makes me think, what were you doing going up in weight? Yeah, no, Because yeah. He, was, he was rolling by the years, man, he wasn't was, he? Yeah. And you were thinking... Burnett's got a, yeah. he's got a, he's handful here, man. It's hard to say. Like, I would love to come on and go, if it wasn't for that injury, Burnett would have pissed that fight and no, he would have won no. the tournament. We were just at denied, that moment we in time. a wicked fight. We were. At that moment in time, I was like, fuck me, this is going to go anyway, this. I was literally sitting in with me popcorn going, this is going to be fucking awesome. And then the injury, such a, such a weird injury because you think about our slip disc where, I think it is a slip disc, isn't it? That's the latest yeah, I've know. seen a slip disc know. in his back. You think about it, like you overstretch with your right arm throwing that long backhand. You think, wow, why don't we see more slip discs in boxing then if if, if that's, you know, if that like kind of leads that towards that injury. It, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's a weird one. I wonder if Bernard had struggled with anything in camp. Because for that to happen in the fight, we don't usually see that in boxing or fight sports. So mm. that makes me think, did something happen in camp? Jordan, uh, was he carrying it into was the fight? Was he carrying a little bit of an issue there? And he's just aggravated it or whatever. You know what? We'll probably never find out because they're not ta- they're not that type of camp. To, well, this, certainly he's not the type of fighter to moan, to, to moan about it. No. Um, obviously, previously David A did moan about his little toe, but uh, that's David A. Though. That's David A. You'd expect that, but um, <clears throat> yeah, it was heartbroken for Burnett because that's a that's a shock. And you know, he's a two he was a two belt world champion this time last year. He was encouraged to give yeah. one of them up. Yeah. For somebody else in the stable to fight for it, which ended up leading to Emmanuel Rodriguez being IBF champ when he beat Butler. So he's got one belt left and he walks into this tournament as the number one seed, or was he number one seed, number two seed yeah. after the new age? I think he was number one seed. Yeah, he was, he was the number yeah. one seed. With his one world title belt, and now he's had to surrender that due to injury. Obviously, Denae, we, we learned this against Frampton. The guy's a fucking absolute consummate professional gentleman, and he's like holding the ropes open to get the stretcher out and all that. I'd expect not unless because he's an absolute diamond. And I certainly wouldn't grudge Denae having this second run in his career because he he was an amazing world champion and this Indian summer that he's that he's about to have hopefully um he, it couldn't happen to a nicer guy imagine if he beats Tete mate look at the tournament bracket now Denier not not the Denier that lost to Frampton no proper the Denier that was back reeling back the years against Tete who's fucking amazing absolutely amazing but Tete's not looked amazing in his last two I know he's but, looked... he can, but he can whack yeah of course he can yeah yeah but on paper, I look at that and go, Tete should smash him. But then I think, well, Tete last two, Denair coming out of that fight. Whoa, that's a juicy yep. one, that, isn't it's it? fresh as fuck, Denair. That, that's, he only did three rounds. That's proper, that. And then in the other bracket, obviously, we've got a new A against Rodriguez. Just just the two absolute power punches. Similar. Two shorter guys against yeah. two longer guys. Yeah. Fuck fucking it, mad, isn't it? Yeah, man. It is mad. The, that tournament bracket, Bantamweight tournament, mate, If you know, if that's not making you rub one out, <laughs> then you ain't a fight fan. <laughs> You ain't a fight fan. That's fucking absolutely brilliant. Do you know what I'm loving about World Boxing Super Series this season? And I know we we beat up on it last week about this non-TV deal, and I still maintain it would have been if you're going to give the shit away to, you know, various websites to stream it for free, then just fucking give it to Dave Box Nation. I don't know, fucking 
whatever channel. Give it to fucking a you know channel as well. It worked though this weekend. Because it, it was worked. everywhere. I watched it on Boxing News' stream, I ain't going to lie, and it was yeah. fucking absolutely perfect. Yeah. Didn't buffer once. And if you... I mean, they had it. I think IFL had it. Sport, yeah. Sports Bible had it. Yeah. And obviously, World Boxing Super Series had Streamed it. Streamed it themselves, yeah, yeah. But if you go on World Boxing Super Series' um, uh, YouTube... Oh, you can watch it now. Yeah, but the fights are all broke up, so you can watch yeah, individual yeah. fights are on the whole night. I watched and it again this morning on the train on the way in. Yeah, man. Because that, that's fucking awesome. So... It's, is it us then? Is it just us being old men who are like, oh, it's not on me telly, I can't watch it on me planet? It's you, yeah, yeah. It's it is you. me, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's because when I watched it live and then I watched, as I say, I watched it again this morning, I was like, okay. Mate, you got it for free. Come around. To, yeah, I did get it for free. So let's stop bitching and moaning. They're giving this this year for free, which last year, last year fucking ITV box office were charging us 20 quid to watch Chris Eubank Jr. Yeah. So let's not knock it. And maybe we just—I need to just change my mindset about it, because it's for free and it was fucking awesome. And it you know was. the best again, the best thing about this tournament this year, it ain't going by the rule book, is it? Shit ain't happening. Like last season was amazing. Yeah. The cruise and the supers last year were amazing, but no underdog won a single fight. Yeah, the favourite until the final, until the final, until until Groves Smith. There wasn't a single underdog. Every Everything went by the rankings. And this season, we've already had people pull out with injury. We've had upsets. We've had fucking everything. It's been brilliant. Mm. Absolutely brilliant. No, it's been top. Um, did you catch any of the uh, Bert Schultz roman fight? Was that on the undercard? No. in the It was in the States. Oh, uh, on no, Box no. Nation, WBC no. Uh, uh, Super Feather title. Mate, unbelievable knock. Bert Schultz, right? I said on last week's show. The kid's got fire in his hands, yeah, and he is a serious, serious talent. And I said, listen, he's going to absolutely make, make a mincemeat out of uh, Mickey Roman. However, fucking hell, he's vulnerable. He's so exciting. I'm watching it yesterday thinking, I watched it without knowing the result, and I'm watching it thinking, there's no way there's going to be an upset in this fight because he's getting tagged for fun, and then he's whacking back. I think he had him down about four or five times. It was, It's absolutely outstanding. He's still the champ. He ended up uh, getting a TKO, I think, in the ninth, I think it was. Um, phenomenal but what an exciting dude if you're not on uh, Miguel Bircho yet get, get on, on him <laughs> I'll go home and watch that tonight he is he's just exciting he's willing to take about 10 shots to the face he defends everything with his head and then he's got fire in his fist man proper <laughs> with his head. he does he block, blocks it with his face yeah I went uh, I went out and about on Friday night by the way mm-hmm. I went down to the O2 to uh, the ultimate boxer I'm not talking about that why because they streamed it on the Suns website, so fuck the ultimate boxer. Did they? Yeah. The the fight was streamed live on the Suns official website. Why don't you, just watch, bullshit, so. why don't you just watch it on TV? It was on TV. It was on Channel 5. Not interested. Well, anyway, <clears throat> I went down. I was invited down for a... Uh, are you not interested? Saturday? No, on Friday night. Oh. What are you doing in London on Friday? Listen, I was invited down to, uh, to cast judgment over their uh, production. Anyway, in house, actually quite kind of, it's kind of nice. They've got a, a young demographic there, check, checking out some fights and what have you. Yeah. Charlie Sloth is doing a bit of DJing and all that type of stuff. It's a different way of looking at it. It's sports entertainment, my friend. Yeah. I watched it back on the TV the day after. Doesn't really transcend on the TV, if I'm honest. It's better live, was it? In the arena, it's a lot better than it is when you watch it on TV. And I didn't, no disrespect to any of the presenting team. You could, like Dave Caldwell were part, part of the presenting team. You can tell that he's like he's uh, he's been on Sky Sports all his life. And uh, it was like he'd uh, he'd been shopping in, ha- in Harrods all his life, and then all of a sudden he's just nipped into Aldi for a bit, you know, what I mean? for a little bit of discount. It didn't necessarily transcend on the sport. However, the reason why I bring it up 
mm-hmm. is because you know that next month is going to be our end of year show where we sit there and we start making our prospects and ones to watch for. Yep. Uh, oh, you've seen a prospect for twenty nineteen. Oh, you've seen a prospect. I've seen a kid, right? And I saw him on the Amir Khan undercard in Birmingham. Okay. He's a brummy lad, yep. and I saw him on the Amir Khan uh, undercard, and I nice. thought he's all right. Him, he's all right. Let's see a little bit more about him. And I saw him in this little boxer thing. And I thought, right, okay. Dave said to me, "That's a proper prospect, this, you know." So right. I'm, you're going gonna, gonna to get kudos for picking well, someone Dave, like this. Dave said to me, rather than a Commonwealth, current Dave's, Commonwealth champion, like you tried to pick last year. Well, Dave Colwell told me to check the kid out. First fight, he was outstanding. Second fight, he was outstanding. Third fight, he was even better, mate. Right? Shakan Pitters. Remember okay. the name? Light heavyweight from Birmingham. I think he's nine or ten and all now, right? But he won Ultimate Boxer at the weekend. He was outstanding. If you've not seen any of that Ultimate Boxer, go and check him out. He beautiful movement, beautiful head movement. There's a lot of bangers in tournaments like that, like yeah. prize fighter type tournaments that just go in and try and weigh in and What is he, a cruiser? Light heavy. Light heavy. So uh, keep an eye on him, Shaq and Pitters. He's on my shortlist. Oh, he's on your shortlist, then. For, uh, for prospects. Of the, well, 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 you can't, you can't fucking start up I'm d- I'm announcing your shortlist. I'm getting it in <laughs> now. Well, I'll tell you now. Who are you going Craig with? Glover's on my shortlist. <laughs> so you can't fucking pick him now, can you? Because he's been shortlisted by me. So let's go from there, shall we? <laughs> we're coming with shortlist and now. That's fucking outrageous. serious with that's outra- it. You know why? Yeah. Because I've spunked all over you this year, that's well, why. you've not just spunked on me in boxing, you've spunked on me in UFC as well, <laughs> of which we're going to talk about on the UFC show, because I have watched Israel Adesanya seven times now since the weekend. So literally 13 months ago when we decided to pick our prospects for the new year, mm. and I came in, I can't even remember who your MMA prospect, UFC prospect was, not to be honest. I know. That embarrassed. And I said to you the words, my prospect is Israel Adesanya. And you looked at me as if to go, who the fuck is that guy? He wasn't even in the UFC at that anyway, point. Anyway, let's save that. No, save right. that for our UFC chat because right. I'll be lording it up in that one as well. What I need to do is get some proper mates in MMA who can tip me off like you do. <laughs> That's what I need. Uh, anyway, we'll move on to a little bit of news before we uh, wax lyrical about Bellew's last dance this weekend. Uh, White Chisora. We've been telling you for months that it's happening. Yeah. They finally uh, signed, sealed and delivered it. It's happening on December the 22nd. A lot of people mourning as to whether it is pay-per-view or whether it's not pay-per-view. Listen, it was on the undercard of Anthony Joshua last time, right, in Manchester, yep. and it was a fantastic fight. Brilliant. That fight alone, the memory of that fight I thought alone, Delboy won. Yeah, well, a lot, I think a lot of people did. I think I had it by a round as well. But a lot of people will remember that fight and get excited about that fight. There's needle, there's animosity between these two gentlemen. We are living in a very different time right now. Yes. I understand that we grew up in a time where the heavyweight championship of the world is the only pay-per-view that we get to see. But the landscape's changed. There's new superstars. Everything's filtering down from the heavyweight champion, Anthony Joshua. And there's other superstars now out there. I say superstars, and I'm using that term loosely because people are willing to pay money to see these guys fight. Now, if you're Eddie Earn, let's be honest, put your business head on. Forget you're a fight fan. Just put your business head on for a minute. If you've got someone in your stable, it's not Anthony Joshua, but you've got someone in your stable that people are willing, a million people are willing to pay 20 quid for, are you going to sell it them or are you going to give it them? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Simple economics means that you're going to sell it to them, don't yeah. they? And it doesn't mean that it's right, but that's just the landscape that but we also, are living in at this moment in time. Of course, and also, do we get White Chisora 2 without it being pay-per-view? Because we wouldn't generally no, be able because, to generate the kind of money that it needs. Because Delboy's asking for silly dough. That's what I mean. So, to give them the kind of money they need. Listen, boxing across the board, 
you know, this pay per views. I think I think we counted a few weeks ago. In the in the end of this year, in the final three months, there was like ten or eleven pay per views. Yeah. Um, and that didn't you know, obviously it didn't include. We were saying there might be some more with World Boxing Super Series. Ultimately, there isn't. But we're looking at ten pay per views then. But think of what boxers go through. And the fights we're getting, the quality of the fights. Why do you think boxing's booming? Because the best are fighting the best. The fights are fucking amazing. We're living in a golden generation. Do you not want these guys to get paid? Like, you watch Premier League every weekend. They, the shittest Premier League sub probably earns more money than the than fucking the best boxer, the current world champions, whoever. I bet you some fucking kid who sits on the bench at Man City that's never kicked a ball in his life yet in the first team has picked up more dough in his career already than Terry Flanagan, a former world champion with multiple world title defences, has earned in his career to date. Mm. That's a fact. Mm. So if you can't go as a fight fan, go on there, there's me 20 quid. I'll fucking pay that because Tony Bellew's about to fucking fight in a legacy fight and I want to watch it live. And do I begrudge paying 20 quid to see Tony Bellew? All the fucking work he's done and the magnitude of this fight, the first ever fight on British soil that's going to be for all the belts in one weight division. Bellew's, we know it's Bellew's last ever fight and believe me, it is his last ever fight. If you begrudge paying £20 for that, are you a real fucking fight fan? That's that's the way I look at it. I'm like, fuck sake, yeah, but I don't. On. I don't think Belusic is the argument. No. White Chisora, there's no belts on the line or anything yeah. like that. That's the argument. Isn't it, it is. And also, it's on the same night as another pay-per-view, which yeah. will also be fucking probably 20 quid on a different channel. Yeah. That's the bit that that gets me. I'm like, you couldn't have done it on Friday? At least give five fans the chance to buy both. Because mm. I ain't going to... Listen, I'm... Well, you'll be well, at I'll one. Well, I'll be at one. That, that's it, yeah. But even if, if I wasn't going to go to one, let's say I, for whatever reason I couldn't travel... I would only pay for one. I wouldn't pay for both and flick around or record one. No, you just wouldn't. Of course you wouldn't. You're going spend 40 quid in one night. And I'm a fucking... I'm as big as they come as a fight fan. So in that instance, you're, you're not giving... You're giving fight fans at home a clear message. Choose. Yeah. Choose one. And you know what? I think it was... A, I know Eddie announced that day first, but we yeah. didn't confirm anything. And then Frank went, bomb, there you go, Warrington, Frampton. And then Eddie Ayn still went, well, there you go, there's Chisora White. But neither win. We've had this before. Neither Eddie or Frank wins here. Because there'll be people who pay for Frampton Warrington going, yeah, well, I've made my decision. This is it. A bit gutted I'm not getting to see White Chisora. I wish it was on yesterday. And likewise, there'll be people doing the exact opposite. Mm. I'll pay for this because I love the heavyweights and the first fight fucking delivered. And I, I truly believe the second one will because I'm, I'm caught up in all the Sky promotion, which you tweeted about this week and you're dead right. Sky know how to promote fights better than BT. That's just a fact. They're going to go, bastard. Be sitting there watching White Chisora, and they'll be on the phones. Is, is Frampton ring walked yet? You know, what's going on there? And I know, listen, they'll probably do it. They'll stagger yeah, they won't it, clash. So they won't clash the actual fights. But still, come on. I just think asking people to spend 40 quid the week before Christmas as well. well two days before, isn't it? Two fucking days before. Mm. Mental. Mm. It's mental. It, it is. And speaking of money and, and TV deals. You are? Which one are you going to? They'll probably send me to White Chisora, won't they? For work, and you'll be off to Frampton, Warrington, won't oh, there you? There we go. We'll have all the bases covered then. There you go. Happy days. Um, the Zone forking out money again. Speaking of dough, these guys, where are they getting their money from? I have no idea. They are oh. proper edging all their bets that people are actually going to buy into this, aren't they? Yeah. They spent a billion quid with Eddie. They spent 300 odd million uh, with Canelo. They're now, um, they will be announcing over the next couple of weeks that they've got Triple G. Just think about this, right? If you're in the States and and you're paying, you pay $10, $10 for the zone. Yeah. You've got 
all of Matchroom USA, all of Matchroom UK, all the World Boxing Super Series, every Golden Boy fight, all including Canelo, now maybe uh, Triple G's Knox as well, all Bellator, yeah, $10. And we've just been talking about... 20 quid a week. And paying your Sky subscription on top of it, yeah, or yeah. your BT subscription in order That's to get right. it. So you're course. paying 100 quid, let's say 150 quid a month, to see your fights. Yeah. And it's a tenner, $10. The zone, that shit. if you can sort out a UK deal pretty soon... It's happening. I'm fucking in, mate. I'm fucking telling you now. I'll give you, I'll give you ten quid. It's happening now. Honestly, I guarantee it's happening because they've already announced. Haven't they? The zoner going into Italy, Italy and Germany. Germany. Yeah, mate. They're, they're creeping ever closer. And as I say, if I was at Sky, I would be absolutely shitting myself because it, they what Eddie will not. I think the deal. This will be the last deal. I think it's 2020 or 2021 that it lasts till. I'm telling you now. After that deal, all Eddie's stuff will be on the zone. I'll be on a streaming service. The Zone will be a global channel. Yeah. It'll and I won't be, be surprised if The Zone, and we mentioned 11 Sports on our UFC stuff as well, those types of brands will be buying Premier League. They'll be buying all those types of stuff. Yeah. The, 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 the whole way that we consume our content is going to change over the next two to five years. There's no question about that. I know we're moaning now about paying subscription fees and paying pay-per-views on top of that. That's now. And yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a kick in the bollocks. Yes, it is. But in five years' time, this won't exist. This way that we're consuming content now will not yeah. exist. It'll be totally different. You'll be paying Netflix subscription fees yeah. every single month, and you'll be getting whatever you need to be getting. Yeah. Netflix, Amazon, DAZN. Those types of 11. characters, yeah. And you won't have to pay for Sky no more. You won't have to pay 100 quid a month for your Sky or your Virgin. You'll be able to bespoke what you want. All well, on demand. That. All on demand, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, just a quick one before we move on to Bellew, right? Did you see... That uh, Jason Wellborn, right, is fighting Jarrett Hurd. Jarrett Hurd, obviously, he's been out injured. He's making his comeback on the undercard of Deontay Wilder, uh, Tyson Fury. Jason Wellborn once was beaten by a man that had 96 losses on his record. Listen, I ain't begrudging anybody getting a shot, right? <laughs> but don't, come on, man. Come on. That's all I want to say on that, all right? Jason, good luck, lad. <laughs> It can't be happening. It is. It's happening. It can't be happening. That's who he's having a knock with. That's his comeback fight. That's Jarrett's comeback fight against Jason Wellborn. 96. Willie, what's his name? Willie Warburton. That's who he fought. 96 losses. He had 18 wins, 96 losses, and he got beat off him. <laughs> and now he's fighting for a fucking world title, mate. Mad. Didn't he fight Macklin? He lost to Macklin, oh, didn't man. he, a lifetime ago? I've seen, I saw him in with Beefy. That's who I saw him in with. Yeah. Jason Wellborn, and he, uh, he got smashed off Beefy. Yeah. Anyway, good luck, lads. Um, we'll be following it. We'll keep an eye on you. All right. What's he going to do? Turn it down? No, he's not going to turn it. Of course, he's not going to turn it down. Of course, he's not. Of course, he's not. No, no, no. Now, one last time. This is it. You ready? This is going to piss you off, but I'm playing it anyway. Ah. Listen, on a Saturday at three o'clock, this pisses me off. But on a Saturday night, when the lights are dimmed, this makes the hairs on the back of my neck stand up. Are you not entertained? Here we go. One last time. The last time that you will hear that ring walk tune, followed by Tony the Bomber Bellew making his way to a ring. It's Manchester Arena this weekend, taking on Alexander Usyk for all the belts and the ring magazine belt. The chance to become the undisputed cruiserweight champion of the world. He was done, he was dusted, he was off, he was in the sunset, mate. He was enjoying his honeymoon, just got married, he'd done everything that he needed to do. He's just buying a new house, man. You know what I mean? The man's absolutely brewsted. 
But then the Ukrainian called his name and the temptation was just a little bit too much. Um, the full Tony Bellew interview that we've recently done at Colwell Gym is now available for you. So make sure you are subscribing. It'll be in your feed. There is a YouTube video so you can actually watch it as well on our YouTube channel at Fight Disciples. It's going to be a very emotional night, but more importantly, it's going to be an emotional week this week because I think it's going to dawn upon a lot of people the value that Tony Bellew has brought to British boxing. He is a very unique guy. And he's listen, there's two different types of character. We're very lucky that we spend time with Anthony Bellew. Lovely lad. Yeah. And I, hopefully you get to see moments of that Anthony Bellew character in the interviews that we do with him. Um, and we know the Bomber Bellew, the guy that has created a persona in order to create himself the life that he now leads. And I do not begrudge him one one iota. There'll be people out there throwing shade. Oh, Bellew's not fit to less Usyk's boots. But I'll tell you something, right? He has navigated this career perfectly to this point on Saturday night. Yeah. This is where we're supposed to be. Yeah. Whatever whatever the, the, the conclusion of this journey, we're supposed to be here. And it's going to be, next week's going to be a sad time knowing full well, Bellew's not going to be on our show anymore. He might pop in every now and again, but it's not going to be talking about... Not in about, the first 12 months, he ain't. No, but it's not going to be about talking about something like this. From yeah. Goodison to the David Hare fights to the to where we're at now. I mean, yeah. our three-year journey with him has been absolutely madness. It's been madness, hasn't it? It's been insane. It's going to be it's going to be quite emotional on Saturday just cuz he's cuz I've known him for such a long time, you know, in the video that's on YouTube now if you want to go and check it out. The bigger video interview we even went back to the days when he was fighting in the novice ABA championships and he had his first fight in the novices and I fucking slagged him off said he's just a puncher that kid. He was lucky to get a decision. Um to come here, you know, you can count on one hand the number of fights in his entire career that I've not been ringside for. You know, it's no mean feet, 33 fights. This is the 34th. Do you remember when we got banned? Do you remember when we were banned from the David Hay? Oh, shit, yeah, yeah. We got yeah. banned. We got banned, yeah. David yeah. Hay banned us. That's right. Because yeah. we were pro Bellew. That's right. <laughs> we got banned. That was the first fight, wasn't it? Yeah. We were banned from the first fight. We got fight, to go yeah. to the second one, but the first one we were, we were banned, banned from. Yeah, it. we weren't allowed, yeah. It was only afterwards when Bellew was like, Where the fuck were you? I was like, David, they <laughs> David banned, banned us. us. He was like, Well, you'll never get banned again. Ring me next time. Um, but yeah, man, it was. Uh, it's been emotional. It's been fucking insane. Listen, because I love Tony to bits, I'm glad it's nearly over because I'm glad. He's achieved so much, so much more than even he, he, he would never admit it, but so much more than he ever dreamed he would achieve. The only thing I don't like about this fight, the only thing I don't like, apart from the fact that Usyk's a fucking James Bond villain, obviously, is that you, you hit the nail on the head. Bell, you was guided, he steered his career to this point. He went, I'm going there, I'm going there, I'm getting him, I'm coming for you. And I don't feel like the Usyk thing was necessarily his control. Usyk did to Bellew what Bellew's done to everybody else. But Usyk it, called Bellew out. But it's a consequence of his actions. If yeah. you if you guide yourself to the point that where Tony Bellew was guiding himself to, to at become, the top of the tree. Well, he became the, the cruise, number one target for the undisputed cruiserweight champ. There you go. He yeah. became the cruiserweight champ. He moved up to heavyweight. He beat the former heavyweight champ. He became a, a pay per view star. He is. That's yeah. where he is right now. So if you're the guy that holds all the belts in the cruiserweight division, you and you want to go to heavyweight, yeah, you, you've got. Another five, six years in your career, you think, I'm going to heavyweight next. What's the best way to make my mark a heavyweight? You're not going to suddenly go, I get it. You're not going to go, I'll fight Tyson Fury. No. Because he's fucking massive. You need he'll to make step you in. look bad, everything else. 
What about the guy that used to be cruiserweight champion that has beat up a former world champion now? That's a, as you say, Bellew is the perfect mark for Alexander Usyk. Bellew already had one foot out the sport, and if it was anybody but Anthony, I'd be like, mate, anyone that's to- any boxer that's in this game that is talking about this is the last one, I'm retiring after this, this is it. Anybody but Anthony, I'd be like, he's getting beat. I swear, he's 100% getting beat. Because in his mind, he's already quit. He's gone. He's already left the sport. He's already gone. But but Anthony's different. That's not how, that's not how Anthony Bellew's mind works. He, he will not quit. He will fucking not quit. And you know what? On Saturday night, we've said this when the fight was first announced. He may be behind. He may be 12 rounds down on the scorecards. He may not be. I don't think he will be. I, I truly don't think he will be. Me and, you, me and you have a different way, different thought process of how this is going to play out. Yeah. You think that he can outbox him, don't you? I think I think Bellew can outbox Usyk, yeah. I truly do. And I know people probably come at me now and go, fucking Fuck hell. Here he is. <laughs> Here he is. Bellew's fucking best mate. <laughs> but I truly believe Bellew will shock the world on Saturday and at times, not for the whole fight, but at times will school Usyk. You think it will be a lot more competitive. I think that's Absolutely. the right way. I think I think people are expecting fourth rounds. People are expecting Usyk to piss rounds yeah. and Bellew to just be loading up and missing, mm. but always have that puncher's chance. And maybe Bellew might rock him in the fifth or the sixth, but Usyk will recover. He'll get back on his bike. He'll win rounds again. I just don't think it's going to play out like that. I think it's going to be a lot closer than what people think. I think Bellew's going to win as many rounds as Usyk. I think going down the stretch, it could be close. And I think if it is close going down the stretch, I fancy Bellew to get a late knockout because I think Usyk will... Usyk in his mind Look at your is face. untouchable. I, lo- <laughs> yeah, I love how... Do you know when you are painting the picture of a fight and you, I can see it going on in your head and then I can see it coming onto your face and I'm thinking to myself, fuck it, look at him now. He's already there. He's already, he's already in the bar celebrating. Listen, what was my shout last week? Think about shit, it will happen. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to do this week. Right, okay. Think about shit, it will happen. And I think Usyk in his mind... Usyk's not someone that loses rounds. Certainly doesn't lose a lot of rounds. Nope. I think the closest we've seen him was last season's World Boxing Super Series semi-final yep. against uh, against Breedis, where he went toe-to-toe in Latvia a little bit. I don't think Usyk will approach it like that, but I think Usyk will fight. Try Usyk will try, will believe he can win this fight like he beat Gassiev in the final. But Bellew is so much more than just the puncher which Gassiev was, and Bellew will not stick to game plan A. He's got B, C, and D if he needs it. But I don't even think it's about a game plan. I think just seeing Bellew at the back end of this camp when he was talking about it, it's not even about the belts. It's not even about my legacy. It's not even about this is the last one or the paycheck or anything. It's man on man, isn't it's it? It's just about beating Alexander Us because everyone believes I can't beat him now. Like Just like everybody believed David A would knock him out. Just like everybody said, oh, it's because A got injured in the rematch. He will definitely knock you out now because look, Hayes, Hayes fit and strong and better than ever. And he... This he's is, there to prove people wrong. He's yeah. there to prove it. And I think on Saturday night, he's going to fucking prove it right. again. Well, well, let me ask you this then, right? Because Hay and Usyk, th- those two fights are probably the, the nice comparison. De- with, the de- with both David Hay fights, I was 100% con- convinced that Bellew would win them. There was no doubts in my mind. Yeah. None. Absolutely none. I was sat there going, and all these people were chirping and going, what the fuck are you talking about? Bellew's going to get his ass handed to him. Yeah. I was convinced that he would do him the first time and then he would do him the second time. Yeah. Convinced. Yeah. First I time am- I was I was 80% because you- I was just like, fucking hell. Right. Because I was I bought into the shit. If Hay catches him, Hay can knock anybody out. I, ju- I just knew, but- right? So I was I was cool. Second fight, I was a thousand percent. Right. So yeah, I was cool. Yeah. 
I ain't there. Th- I ain't there for this. No, I am not in the hundred percent bracket. I don't, I don't think anybody is. I think anybody. Nobody can be. But then th- I don't think anybody can be in the Usyk one hundred percent bracket either. Because if you are, you don't know boxing, and you mm. certainly don't know Bell. You haven't fucking seen a single one of his fights or followed his career. If you believe. So what's the swing then? What's the swing? Where you? Where are you at right now? Right now, I'd say. Are I'm, you fifty-fifty? No. Right now, I can't. Bellew doesn't need this fight. His legacy doesn't need this fight. His, his bank balance certainly doesn't need it. I believe right now I've got Bellew 60-40. Bellew side? Yeah. I'm the other way. You think Usyk 60-40? Yeah. Maybe even a touch longer. Yeah. Just because everything that you just said at the, at the, at the start of that, Usyk's now plotting his rise to wherever it, it, it may be. And that could be a mistake. Of course it could be a mistake. He could be going the other way. Of course. We, we, we have seen this falter. I'm not one of those that are going, Usyk's going to absolutely skip him. Absolutely skip round him. I believe, right, the longer this fight goes, the more chance Tony Bellew has of winning this fight. Mm-hmm. The one question I have about Alexander Usyk, his footwork's outstanding. Yeah. His hand speed's outstanding. He can mix it. He can box. He can do, he can do the lot. Yeah. Can he take one clean on the whiskers? That's it. Yeah. I ain't seen anybody smash him in the face as hard as Tony Bellew can smash. Yeah. And if Bellew, with those little inside left hooks, if he catches him like he caught Makabu, yep. like he caught David Hay, with that left hook, and that's the killer punch for Tony Bellew, if he catches him with that, and then Usyk, he's still there like fucking Terminator coming forward, then I'll shit my pants. Yeah. But can he take it? Not many have. No. Everybody reacts to that shot. And if he reacts to that shot... Bellew will he'll empty the kitchen sink on him. Yeah. Like Maccabi. There, there is no there is no round two, is there? There's, you know what I mean? There is no next round. No. If Bellew lands and we see Usyk do a dance, Bellew will pounce on him. Absolutely. And he'll throw everything at him. And I think Usyk, in his career so far, we haven't seen that one-punch knockout power from Usyk that will make Bellew go, shit. It's like Maccabi. On paper, Maccabi's a bigger puncher than Usyk. So Maccabi was always dangerous. I just think if Usyk looks at Maccabi and goes, he can be caught. Maccabi blew it. He, you know, he got too cocky, too cocky, too confident and got caught. And then he looks at, say, David Hay fights and goes, well, you know, David Hay. Over the hill. Yeah, he, you know, he got injured in the first fight and then in the second fight he played into Bellew's hands. He did this, he did that. I just think, I think fighters, they can't help but look at Bellew and, and look at the shape and the size and the size of him and the way he physically looks and, and even the way he fights sometimes and he kind of go he just loads up mm. he just tries to all he's trying to do is land that big hook he's straightforward and this is the, the I think people get in with Bellew then they underestimate how good he is they get in there and they go fuck actually he's not there to it actually he does it a bit harder than I thought he would actually he, he has got a fucking good tank on him I just think where Bellew's confidence is right now. The fact that it's on home soil is a big thing as well. The crowd will 100% be behind them. Oh, there is no... The atmosphere in that arena be amazing. weekend is going to be Listen, like you've never experienced. Don't get me wrong. Usyk travels. He's never defended the world title on no. home soil anyway. He's quite happy to travel. But I just think the eyes of the whole arena will be so pro Bellew and that will lift Bellew. It won't lift Usyk. Usyk might be like, yeah, Sam, I'm, I'm the underdog. Great, that's just how I like it. But all the pressure will be on Usyk. Yeah, and I just think Bellew's going to love it. In his mind, Bellew's not thinking this is the last one. 
in his mind. He won't walk to the ring going, this is the last time I'll do this. First round, this is the last time I'll have a first round. No, that'll only come once it's finished. Once the fight's over, and then it's over. Yeah. So, listen, it ain't going to be easy. I, truly, I, I believe it's going to be a war. I think Bellew could be a couple of rounds up at one point, and everyone will be looking at each other going, fucking hell, I didn't expect this. But Usyk can't be underestimated because Usyk, like Bellew, kind of just joined the fight. Yeah. He is intelligent enough. He is a thinking fighter and he could drag himself back into it. And I think we could be in, heading into the, the last four rounds, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, <laughs> mate, with all to play for, all to play for. This is what I want, right? I'll tell you what I want. This is what's going on in my head. Do you remember when Froch fought uh, Taylor? Yeah. That's the finish I want. Yeah. <laughs> That's the finish I want. <laughs> I want to be. I want the the sound of the twelfth round to ring, and to be hearing the commentary of going. Bellu needs a knockout. That's what I want, and him to just fucking empty. Just thirty thirty seconds to go, and the just ref. Clean them oh, up. Oh, mate, can you imagine that? Just clean them out. That what would, a way to finish that would be. What a way. Thirty to go out. seconds left, undisputed yeah. champion. What a way to go out. That's what unreal. I want. That's what I want. It would be absolutely unreal. And you know what? We, we've learned to have me around these big bell. You fight in these big bell. You moments that magical things tend to happen. You, you, there'll be people listening to this going, "Look at these two bell. You's mates having a fucking scream here, right?" We have learned. Well, I've learned. You've never done it, but I have learned down the years. Don't back against him. He's a fucking nutcase. Mm. He, he always finds a way. This one might be a, a t- touch too far, but he will not be out of his depth. No, absolutely not. And he will always, up until this fight finishes, Bellew will be in this fight. There's no question about that. Yeah, absolutely. Enjoy it. Take it all in. <sighs> I can't wait. I'm nervous already. I'm starting to get fucking sweaty listen, palms the, already. Listen, the atmosphere in there is going to be cracking because Anthony Crawler's in a fight, man. Yeah, man. He's in a proper fight. Anthony Crawler, obviously, will do a few tickets for uh, the Manchester Arena as well. He's taking on Dow Jordan. Uh, it's a WBA eliminator. He wins it. He could be fighting Loma. Yeah, I know. Anyway, this fight itself, Mickey this is Burns, a... Scott Cardle's been added to it as well. Yeah, I saw that. And obviously the pay per view king Dave Allen's on there. So, <laughs> what more do you want? It's gonna be a show, isn't it? Dave, we need to sell some pay per view, son. Put down that chicken bucket. Get over here, lad. <laughs> uh, but the fight, the crawler fight, that's not a gimmick. Normally, I look at crawler fights against guys that are just coming through, and I think to myself, he'll piss that. But this is tough. This is a proper, proper knock kid out from Asia. Indonesian. Indonesian yeah. kid it's it is. He is a tough kid. Um he uh, he wiped out his uh, his previous opponent in uh, in good style. This is this is a proper fight for Anthony Crawley. He's gonna have to be switched on. I think that he's gonna have to come through something in order to get a victory. It's gonna be very similar to those uh, nights that we had against uh, Barros and uh, and people like that, you know. Uh, but also should I say from yeah. uh, from uh, a few years back when he ended up winning the championship. The problem with this Jordan, from what I've seen, is that he's like, um, he's a bit like that Choi 7 Priev. Remember him a few years mm. ago? He beat Derry Matthews and stuff. It's like, who the fuck needs him? Just like a tough, like that kind of Mongolian race kind of fucking, just uh, just a monster. And this Yudan looks similar. Like, he just looks so strong. And I think Anthony, as, as you're, right, you're right, I think he needs the Manchester crowd behind him tonight because... This is one of them for Anthony Crawler. Unlike Bell, you has gone, this is it, this is the last dance. If Crawler loses a fight like this, it's over, really. Yeah. You know, it's it's going to be tough for Anthony to come back again. You know, a world title eliminated against a guy that no one fucking has really heard of, but it's tough as anything. But then I like the fight because Anthony needs to be beating guys like this to have any chance in a, at a world title belt. 
that's not to say fucking you know I'm not giving anyone a chance against Lama. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, but we want any him to of the win other world title because there's a chance that he might come back to Manchester. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. Absolutely. Lomachenko in Manchester. You'd love a bit of that, oh. wouldn't you? A little bit of a dance there. Mate, that'd be tough, wouldn't it? Mm. Loma versus Crawler. Yeah. I'd have to be Crawler. Would you? I'd, of course I'd have to be Crawler, mate. Nah, I'd be Lomachenko. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, don't Fucking text me. scumbag you, Joe, lad. Honest don't to God. text me giving me shit now. <laughs> Play that to Anthony, Joe. Play that to Anthony, <laughs> let him hear it. A think, million dollars listen, all the way, I mate. think Anthony would be with Loma as well. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, thank you very much uh, for listening to us today. It's been an absolute pleasure once again being in your company. Please subscribe to us, Fight Disciples on iTunes. Uh, write us a little review on there to help us uh, in the iTunes chart. You can get all our Android feeds at fightdisciples.com. Uh, uh, that's our website, and at Fight Disciples on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Check out YouTube this week. And if you haven't seen that uh, Bell U interview, um, it's there for you, and it's also available in your uh, uh, podcast feed as well. And if you want to know our take on... Floyd Mayweather's big comeback. I'd listen to the MMA show because, you know, it's not a boxing event. It's a hybrid event, we're being told. So we'll see. Mm. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.